0: Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our Story Pod, friends. This is episode 41, a break from the books. And so, in this
1: episode, we have Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Have Yarn Will Travel, Book Review, Knitting in the Wild, and Stuff I'm Watching
0: on the Internet. All right, well, welcome back, Lex. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> it hey? has been a while, just, just a wee little bit. Yeah, but you know, school,
1: school. That's, yeah, that's how life goes. So, um, off the needles. This
0: is all Jen because mm- I have not finished anything. I gotta say, most of this stuff is probably from July and August. Uh, I did a lot of knitting on my travels this summer. So off the needles, I'll start with my monkey socks by Cookie Excellent. 8. I did those out of Hawthorne in Knit Picks conifer. And I've noticed that every time I knit a pair of monkey socks, the second one, it's always in green. Oh, well, there you go. I don't I don't know why. Maybe you just are like green monkey socks. It just seems to work. I should look at my stash and see if I actually have like an anor- an enormous amount of green. Maybe, maybe you're like a green hoarder. I know. I'm in denial about the green that I have. Yeah. I know that I have a lot of purples okay. in my stash. So
1: you so now you got to go and look if you got a lot of greens.
0: But yeah, it's like my go-to color. I'm like, I need a color, and I'm going to make monkey socks. Let's go for it. And if green. you find
1: if you find a green and a purple in your stash that go together really well, I have the perfect perfect
0: shawl pattern for you. Sweet. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> okay. What else did I make? Oh, I, I made um, a barley hat. That's by Tin Can Knits. So I've actually discovered Tin Can Knits. I follow her on uh, Instagram. And I got to say, I absolutely love their patterns. It's They're simple, and they've got a whole line of patterns that are A, free, so Excellent. sold for one for me, and B, they're simple. and it's Nice. So the barley hat is just like, Starts out with your ribbing, and then it's just knit and purls and decreases. It is absolutely amazing. I made a little hat for my nephew, and it flew off the needles because usually I use sock weight, right, Mm -hmm. for everything, Mm -hmm. and I actually have a, a little bit of worsted, and I use that, and I was like, I can't believe how fast this is going. Nice. I think I got a baby hat done in less than a day. Wow, that's pretty good. And it's good. So I recommend anybody, you know, go and check out Tin Can Knits. A lot of sweater patterns are paid for, but she's got a section that is free, and the patterns actually all fit together. Like you've got the barley hat, which I made. There's a scarf that matches the hat, and there's a pair of fingerless mitts that match the hat oh, and the cool. scarf. So you could actually look coordinated. You know, I kind of like to look like the Maggi-maggi. knitting bag lady. Yep. Well, I like I would love to look like matchy Maggi-maggi. <laughs> matchy, <Maggi-maggi-maggi. laughs> but sometimes it's like. I'm running out of the house. I need this. This. I look at pieces. And... I need hats, mitts, and scarves. <laughs> yeah. and they don't necessarily need to match. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so it, I, it absolutely fits. I made the baby hat size. It's awesome. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Good tip. Yeah. And let's see what else I did. Oh, vanilla bean striped socks. Free pattern on Ravelry, for. Anything that is self-striping, it is hands down an awesome knit. Is it? Like, literally, it's just a vanilla sock, and the secret sauce is, and thankfully it's free, is you just, once you hit the section where you have to change colors. so as soon as your yarn starts to change color, you just knit one, slip one for a round, and then just keep knitting, and it, it gives it a little more interest than just plain knitting. Knitting. Yeah. You know, like, because I have a lot of fleecy in mine. Yeah. And obviously, well, I made these ones out of fleecy. I have a lot of fleecy.
1: Yes. <laughs> and
0: she keeps fleecy alive. I do. I, I've been waiting for nitpicks to drop another update. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for Cyber Monday, they'll be like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, you know, happy Thanksgiving, Americans. Let's do a fleecy drop and then I can purge. Or I can splurge, not purge. No, not pur- purge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Purging. that doesn't happen yeah so i worked on those over the summer when i was traveling around so monkey socks i did in august uh the vanilla bean socks i did in august barley one i just didn't did quite recently okay and then what else oh Susie's reading mitts so remember how we were discussing how it would be nice to have fingerless mitts yes i actually made a pair oh for yourself i'm for myself oh well, okay yes yes and how did that go not too bad It's worsted, and the first time that I did this pattern, I did it in fingering weight. Yeah. And they're a little snug, which I like. I like a snug fingerless mitt. But it is an absolute ton of knitting when you make it yes. a fingering weight. Yes, it and is. And so this one I did out of Tosh Sport and How do you think that one's pronounced? Cousteau. Cousteau? It's okay. Like Jacques Cousteau. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's an ocean... Oceany colorways. I was terrified that it was going to bleed because I heard other people mention that Madeline Ooh. Tosh is so saturated that it can bleed when oh, you're no. knitting with them. I'll have to say I haven't blocked them yet. Okay. But...
1: Well... I have experience with things that are bleeding as you're <laughs> soaking them for blocking. So what I always suggest is if... So you put like put it in the water and if you're like, oh, the water is turning, whatever color, mm-hmm. it's not good. Honestly, just sp- take them out, make the water as hot as you can and sploosh in some vinegar. vinegar. And then put your mitts in there and just walk away for like a long time. Yeah, And then come back it and should rinse bind rinse right, and it should... Well what'll happen is the whatever is going to bind mm-hmm. to your wool will have bound.
0: And anything left over is just extra. Anyways. And everything that
1: left is left over is just left over mm. anyway.
0: Like so. I gotta say, I love Madeline Tosh. Her yeah. colors are amazing. The yarn base is absolutely amazing. But when I snipped the yarn to weave in the ends, I noticed that on the center the core of the yarn is not dyed. Oh, so it's somehow it's just taking to the outside, eh? Yes, but it's a really saturated color, so I don't know how it didn't get I don't into know the that, center. I don't so know. when I was weaving in the ends, I was like, okay, I have to make sure I leave a little bit of a tail on the inside, and hopefully that it doesn't get pulled to the outside of the mitt, because you'll see this white core. I was quite surprised. Even huh. when you're knitting and you split with your needle, hmm. you can see that white core. Weird. I wonder how that happens. I don't know if it's a... They're just dying too much, or, I, you know, like, not... Saturate like i don't know I don't how know. the colors can be that saturated and yet the yarn isn't saturated yeah i don't know so who <laughs> knows huh <laughs> i'm just a little scared every time like your mm-hmm. nose runs a little bit and you give <laughs> a little nose wipe with your with <laughs> your mitt that is i'm gonna have this big <laughs> green streak <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious I i'm
1: like <laughs> then you know somebody's gonna be surreptitiously taking a photo of you with their oh. s- smartphone
0: and putting it on facebook look at this crazy lady i saw on the train <laughs> this morning with the
1: green on her nose
0: oh yeah they sh- I know there's passenger shaming on Instagram. I'd be curious to see if there's, like, train shaming. Oh, I'm sure there is. Where you document people's very poor etiquette.
1: Yes. Yes. There probably is somewhere.
0: So, yeah, Susie Reading Mitts, I like them. I don't know if I would make them in worsted again. Because you you fold over the hems to make the picot, and it makes it really thick. Hmm. What's it written for? Is worsted it, is it for work maybe dk okay. worsted like a heavier gauged yarn oh well but i've seen other people if you go through the patterns or sorry the projects yeah where they have just done everything on the end except for the fold over oh, because yeah. it it doubles it up right and yeah. it can be quite bulky
1: yeah, well you know you can always just omit that part if you don't want mm. the pico,
0: or even just do a pico bind off <clears throat> You know, as opposed to doing... Have you ever done a pico bind off? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh my goodness. I did it on
1: (sighs) a shawl. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah, it took forever. It looks great. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God. Oh, this this won't take me too long. Three hours later, (laughs) still picoing. Yeah. What is it? You add three every stitch. Oh yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. But beautiful, right? But definitely beautiful. But oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe for a pair of reading mitts because it's only like fifty stitches, right? Yeah, well, I think it would that would be, be okay, <laughs> but not for a shawl again. Not unless I had to.
0: Or you were in that place where you were able to commit. Yes.
1: Yeah, I am not a, in a commitment phase <laughs> of knitting right now. No. No. <laughs> no, I'd have to break up with that knitting. No epic
0: shawls. Nope. No. No. No.
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: see what else I've got oh simple yet effective this is also by tin can Knits. if you can see the trend where I have totally gone overboard with tin can knit patterns it is a cowl and I'm using the leftovers from the barley hat the little baby hat that yes. I made and it went awesome free pattern again so I don't mind giving away the secret sauce it's like knit in the round you purl three rounds you knit I don't know like eight rounds or something and then you just keep repeating until you've got it the diameter you want so like for the leftovers if you've got because I I bet you I used maybe 15% of that whole skein and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do with this partial skein I don't have enough to make a shawl I don't I'm not confident that I have enough to make a full hat for myself so I don't know it worked out really well and I bound it off last night and I was I'm actually looking forward to it nice I think they used a lighter lighter weight yarn and cast on more stitches. So I was thinking to myself, oh, I'll just use a heavier weight yarn and cast on less stitches. But I, I don't think I did quite the right ratio because it seems a little more narrow oh. than the picture. <coughs> Maybe it'll block yep. out a little bit. Yeah. But worst comes to worst, my kid will get a cow. Yep, perfect. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> she's been asking for fingerless mitts. You're and, such a nice mom. Oh, no, she's been like, Mom, I need fingerless mitts. And I'm like, honey, it took me two years to make my pair So Yeah. <laughs> a pair for Made myself. Make when you're 20. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start them now. And I let her go and look at my stash and been like, okay, let me know what you want. So when Mommy's ready to start this, yes, I'll have an idea <clears throat> of what colors you want. Perfect. And of course, when I go and start it, she's going to be like, oh, Mom. Those aren't my colors anymore. Yeah. That's those exactly were, what's going to happen. Those were only my <clears> colors <throat> when I was seven. Yeah. I'm Knit. now eight. Yeah. And these are my colors. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be that. <laughs> so show me your knits. What are you working on? Okay.
1: So um, I have two things. I only wrote down one because I just thought of the other one that I was working on. Yay. So, okay. So I've got two things to say. <laughs> Yay. Um, so I'm working on a cowl. It's uh, a nice stitch by Susan Ashcroft. I am ashamed to say that this is the same cowl I was working on last time we did it podcast, I think. Okay. Uh, So the yarn is Kick-Ass Sock by Two Birds Knitting Company, and it is... The colorway is Nevermind
0: the Bollocks. Is that the gray base with the
1: green splashes? Okay. Yes, that is the thing that I tried to make several things out of. I don't think you were working on that last time. I remember... Uh.
0: The last time you oh, and I were together, I th- you had fingerless mitts started. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think what happened is after we recorded last time, I think I got I gave up on the socks. Mm-hmm. And then we searched and I found this pattern. Anyways, it's free. Okay, <clears throat> And it's just, um, it's fairly simple to commit to memory once you figure out what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting enough as a cowl. So it's knit as a long scarf and you have a... Um,
0: you have the... Uh, provisional cast provision, on that's Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Yep. Provisional cast on. It's cap. been a while for us guys. I are like, not down for the lingo anymore. I'm thinking, anymore. I don't know what it's called anymore. It's like you know when you do that
1: thing? You do the thing and then you pick up the stitches and it's okay again. So I've got a provisional cast on on one end and you just knit it as a long scarf and then you stop when you're... Gun. Okay, so you could actually literally use up a whole skein yep, if you want. Yeah and then you, then you sew it up together, right? And then mm-hmm. you have either a long loop scarf, or you can double it up, or you can have a shorter cowl, whatever you want. Okay, cool. It's great. Free pattern? Yes.
0: Excellent. Oh, it's Even awesome. Better.
1: It's awesome. Totally, totally down with that. Yep. The other thing I'm working on, it's not really a knit that I'm working on, but... For those of you who have teenagers or have had teenagers in the past, you'll understand how awesome this request was. Um, My stepdaughter came home, and she has a cardigan that she bought at some store. Mm A knitted cardigan, mass-produced, from somewhere. Okay, And she loves this thing. Like, she wore it all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Well, she had an accident with it at her mom's house, where it was on the couch, and it got pulled in... <clears throat> they do a lot of fostering of animals for mm-hmm. a rescue. And the dogs pulled it into the kennel oh. and chewed a giant hole in it. Oh, no. So she came and she asked me if I could fix it for her. And, like, there's there's no ends to re-knit. Like, I have to, like, weave something. Yeah. I don't graft know. Graft it together I have somehow. no idea what I'm doing. but
0: You do try.
1: I, I said, just leave it here and I'll think about it <laughs> and <laughs> see if I can... Fathom away, And she also requested that I ask all my knitting friends if they had any suggestions. So maybe I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it on the Facebook page and you can
0: tell me what you think. Where is the hole chewed in? In the back. Like square in the back? Just on the hip? I don't know.
1: I don't remember. I just remember seeing this giant hole and thinking, what the hell
0: am I going to do with this? Well, like you could patch it. You know, get like, like, what are they called? It's a patch. Yeah, yeah. But when we were kids you put a hole in your knee and your mom would get a patch that looked like a teddy bear or was a little hard That's not going to go over with her. Oh. She's way
1: too fashion conscious.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Like she, We're not even sure she wants me to patch Skull and it. crossbones? Oh, maybe. Well, You see. know,
0: make a little rockabilly. Maybe. I'll
1: see if I can figure something out. But anyway, mm. I'll post a picture of it on the
0: Facebook page. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank goodness. you guys, I'll just crowdsource my help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, especially because it's commercial, right? Yeah. So it's... Is it a chunky knit? Is it a fine knit? Oh, no. It's more like a... I would say it's probably a
1: DK worsted. Oh, perfect. Okay, so, here I'm
0: thinking, you know, ultra fine. No, no, no.
1: It's like a... It's meant to look like a... It's a cabled sweater.
0: Okay. It's meant of. to look handmade, but yeah. it's not handmade.
1: Yeah. Those guys. Yeah, but, you know, let's face it. She's smart, because I'm not going to be knitting her that sweater anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So, she went out and bought herself a sweater. Does she have any interest <clears throat> in knitting... Is she at that <sighs> age? No, no, not really. I've tried teaching her and it's not gone very well. Okay. And I don't think she's super interested in it. I think she likes, she appreciates the work that goes into the final project. Mm-hmm. So she's knit worthy. She's knit worthy. I just don't think she has any interest in knitting. And she also realizes also, like if she asks for socks or whatever not that she ever does i i offer to make her things and she says yes but she understands the amount of time it takes Mm -hmm. so she's not constantly hounding me to make her stuff yeah which is not like
0: hey lex i need a pair of socks for this weekend yeah you make a pair no we can go to walmart (laughs) (laughs) fast pro shops and get you some good knit Mm -hmm. ones that
1: if you put a hole in them they will give you a new pair yes i love those socks (laughs) i have like three pairs Who doesn't need wool socks that you can return?
0: (laughs) I know, right? I actually went Because it's been... It's getting into winter. Mind you, hands down, in Calgary, we have had the most amazing fall. Yes. It has been beautiful. It has been very good. We've had a couple little dustings of snow. Absolutely beautiful. And... But it gets cool in the evening. I thought, okay, I need some nice warm hand-knit socks. I spend a lot of time sitting, studying. I need warm socks. I don't have any hand knit socks. I know, right? Like in my head, I've got a drawer full of hand knit socks. But if somebody is making off with my socks, I don't know if are they in your trailer? That's possible.
1: Actually, I think they're in your trailer because you talked last time oh. about the mouse you found. You
0: found proof. and he was he was sleeping on my hand knit socks. So I, I think they're in your trailer. There could possibly <laughs> be a couple of pairs, and I haven't emptied out my trailer yet for so. this year. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> so go cool look in your trailer. Yeah, because I was like, I have a couple pairs of socks in here, and I don't have others, and I noticed some of my pairs are starting to get a little ratty. Yeah. You know, and actually looking at off my needles, I've got one, two pairs of socks there that are sitting in my knitting bag. All they're waiting for is a Kitchener Toe.
1: Well, there you go. So now you have to go home, Kitchener Toe, clean out your trailer, <gasps> life is good.
0: I know, right? And all that extra time we have? Yes because yeah. you're
1: not doing anything else.
0: I don't. I don't think these teachers know that I'd like to have a knitting life outside of
1: school. Oh, I'm quite sure my teachers don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's even
0: considered. That even factors into oh. anything. And it's are you finding your second year is less like your first year where you could actually sit and knit? Oh, in yeah. class, oh. Between classes,
1: <clears throat> there is no way in the classes that I'm taking now. Maybe one of them, but the other one for sure. If I just sat there and knit and just listened. There is no way I would be doing very well in this class. Really? No, not even a... No.
0: <laughs> nope.
1: Nothing. Like, it's crazy. It is so intense.
0: Yeah. But this is the semester they tend to weed.
1: Yeah, next semester should be easier. Oh, good. So.
0: Yeah, like... Knock on wood. This but. school stuff is totally cramping my knitting style. It is cr- it cramped my knitting style, too. <laughs> oh, well. The oh. things we do to make more money to afford more yarn. I know, right? I was actually thinking about taking a picture of my stash cabinets. yeah, oh, yeah. Just so I'd have an idea, roughly, what I have, what I don't have, what colors I kind of need. But I can't bring myself to do it. I'm thinking of organizing a swap. Oh, that would be a good idea. I've and- got some crap that I definitely don't need. So, I wouldn't mind doing a swap. Okay. Like, actually, I should have started to appreciate the fact that... At this point in my life, and I can imagine for the next two years, for both you and myself, there is stuff that I just don't want to knit with. I've got very limited time, and there's stuff I'm more excited about. And I would be happier that other people had that stuff I wasn't excited about, and to be excited about it. Exactly.
1: And that's how I feel. Like There's some stuff that I look in there, and I'm like, (sighs) like, I like it, but I'm just not... Yeah! You love it, but you're not in love with it. Exactly. So, (laughs) I'm thinking that I should probably organize some kind of a swap, and then we can...
0: Yeah, I've got a couple things that I'd definitely be able to put on the table. Okay, well, maybe
1: we'll get that, and then we can
0: talk about that next time we record. Yeah, like, you don't want to keep stuff in your stash just to have it in stash. No. Because... Sometimes you just
1: need to get rid of it.
0: Yes, it's dead to me. Okay. I definitely have some stuff that I'm like I I know why I bought it at the time, but I don't I don't need it to be sitting taking up space. Inventory, people. Inventory costs you money. As the accountant starts spouting about inventory. So I guess we can bring this back to our knitting now, eh? Yes. So oh, tell I'm, me, i on my needles. Show me your knits. Yeah. Tell me about what you're working on. I'm working on Rose City Rollers, another free pattern. Satter is, or is it? Mar- Mara Catherine Briner. Anyways, free pattern on Ravelry. If you go in, you look on, you know, socks, it'll be right there. And the neat part about this one is, is I was doing an experiment to see if I could get a pair of socks out of a single 50-gram skein of fleecy. Because I have some couple of little single odds and ends ones yep. left, but I, I didn't want to make other stuff with, but I kind of wanted socks. Yeah. So it's they're neat because they're... Do you remember when I made the ugly socks? Yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. Because I I wanted little shorties to wear and like little running shoes. So this is a similar style size of sock. But instead of doing, you know, your your ribbing at the top, you, you actually just knit. And it creates this cute little rollover. Oh, cool. And I don't know. I thought they were cute. I haven't seen how they fit because I've... I've finished one without putting the heel on it because I was worried that if I ran out of yarn on the second sock yeah. that you know, I've I can just do a contrasting heel, no problem. Yes. Instead I, I would like them to be somewhat similar. I've I've already experienced a pair of ugly socks. Yes. <laughs> I don't need two. So, do. Yeah. But weird are so just socks. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's neat pattern, very simple. It calls for heel flap. I prefer afterthought heel, so mm-hmm. That's really the only change up I've done. in. And, and they actually I'm I'm hoping they're gonna fit good. I I firmly believe that they're gonna fit well, but whether or not they're gonna stay up,
1: yeah, that's that's the problem I always have with little shorty socks. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Even
1: commercial shorty socks. I don't know. Maybe my feet are just monsters, or I don't know how to wear shock. I don't know. Freakishly
0: large instep. I don't know what's going on, but it
1: just like starts slipping, and I hate that. Yes.
0: Ugh. That's why I like
1: long socks. You're walking and you're pulling it up. Yeah, no, I agree. Or you're walking and you can't pull them up at the same time. So you're walking and it's like getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. You have to go to the bathroom and like fix your sock. (laughs) Dig it in your your shoe. Yeah. Absolutely agree. So everybody that's got their pictures on Ravelry, I haven't seen one where somebody's like, this is what it looks like when I'm done knitting and this is what it looks like after I've worn them for two hours I'd be curious to see the after I've worn them for two yes. hours
1: so what you need to do now is you need to be I that person. for science you need, for, yeah. for, for science you need to be like this is what the, they look like when I'm done knitting ta-da yeah and I've worn them now
0: for two hours ta-da this is what happens yeah whether they scooch down and you know any of that stuff which yeah. is what I'm worried that they'll scooch down when I walk yeah. but I'm going to have faith. I will see what okay. happens. I will let you guys know. All right. Well, All right. you look... Oh, and guess what those are made out of? Hmm. <laughs>
1: hmm. I'm <Felici.
0: Felici. laughs> a theme right there. Okay, so Tin Can Knits and Felice. Yeah. So- That's it. What's the other thing you're working <laughs> on, Jen? <laughs> hmm. It's another thing by Tin Can Knits. Oh. <laughs> but this time... I'm surprised. It's a sweater. <gasps> a sweater. A top-down sweater. I... I'm... I'm gonna say raglan sleeves. That's where you make the little increases and it. Yep. And then you leave off. Yeah. You Take the stitches off for your for your arms and knit down the body. So I'm gonna segue this into when g- knitting goes bad because okay. my God, I I know the rules of knitting. Do a gauge swatch. Yep. Perfect. I did a gauge swatch. Oh, good. And I. It kept getting off, because a flat-gauge swatch is not the same as an in-the-round-gauge swatch. Right. So I figured, okay, I'm going to be close, right? It's, it's going to be close. And it was reasonably close. Okay. And I'm knitting along, and I'm knitting along, and I'm going, I'm just going to check to make sure I'm still... Oh, no, because I went from, I think, a 4.5 up to a 5 millimeter. Right. Because I was like, mm, you know, I got a reasonable size bust. I, yeah. I don't want to be, like, bulging out of this sweater. Yes. So I went up to the 5. Okay. And I'm going along, going along, and I measured my gauge, and it wasn't where I was expecting. And I'm like, jeez, I could have sworn I, me- I went up to a 5. So I took my interchangeable needle, stuck it in the needle, and then went, oh, it's a 4.5. No, I could have sworn I changed to a 5. Grabbed the other end, I put it in, it's a 5. Oh, So no. I've got a 4.5 on one side, a 5 millimeter on the other. So you're doing a round on 4.5, a round on 5, a round on 4.5, a round on 5. Well, it's knitting in the round, so it never actually changes. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, one leg isn't probably the same size yeah. as the... other. I don't know. Anyway, so I swapped over the fives. I was like, oh, crap. So I think I've gone through this sweater, and I've gone from a 4 to a 4.75... or four, Sorry, from a 4.5 to 4.75. Then I went up to a 5. And I got over the bust, and I thought, geez, I don't want it to just hang like a sack. Because yeah. I don't have a lot of negative ease in this sweater. Because my arms are like this... Because I'm short, my arms are the size of an extra small, and my bust is the size of an extra large, and my waist is the size of, like, large, and I was like, (laughs) oh "Oh my god. So you're like a regular human being, yeah? Yeah, like nothing actually works together. And so I hit over the bust and I thought, okay, I'm going to go back down to a 4.5, which I did, and I measured made sure I had two of the same size needles on my interchangeables. You learned your lesson. I did learn my lesson and i got under the bus and i thought okay perfect and then i was listening to the knit more girls podcast uh-huh back from like april because that's how far behind i am and she was talking about when she knits sweaters that or raglan style i'm i'm going to call it raglan i'm assuming i'm right you know what okay. happens when you assume and she's like i get pa- I separate for the sleeves, I put them on waist yarn, then I'll do a couple of inches to get kind of the bust area. And then she says she puts that onto waist yarn and goes back and does the sleeves. Because you can now, A, try it on to make sure it fits and you get your sleeves the right length. But every time you're turning your knit for a sleeve, you're not turning a whole body of a sweater. You're only turning the upper body. Because I was like, oh God, you know, I'm going to get this all done and then... I'm going to have to flip, yeah. <laughs> you know, do a couple stitches and flip <laughs> again. Yeah. So that's what I've done. Huh. And I'm like, I think this is going to work. But That sounds like a good idea. So the top and the chest, I did an extra large. And then I've got to get it down to a small size sleeve because my arms are short. Okay. So <laughs> I think I've gone down to a four millimeter size needle as soon as, and I'm starting decreases a lot earlier because if not, yep. I'm worried I'm going to end up with like bat wings. Yeah. Like huge honking. Yeah. Yeah. Flappy, you know, you wave twice and then they're going to be freakishly short and it's going to look strange. So I've gone down, as soon as I went back on to, I picked up all the stitches for the sleeves. I've decreased a couple and I've started a smaller needle because I don't want to add a whole bunch of decreases. Right. But I want a smaller gauge. Yes. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that this is all going to work because this is my first sweater for myself and I've always talked about, oh, I'm going to make myself a sweater and I'm doing it, but my God. Tension. Tension. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every time I pick the thing up, I'm going, dun, 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 dun. Will I remember what I've done? Right. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yes. I hope so. If not, it's going to be an anomaly. Yes. <laughs> And it'll fit somebody that's round with short arms. Well, let's just hope it works out. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But it's, I'm making it out of Knit Picks. I think it's the wool of the Andes, and it's in charcoal gray. Oh, nice. So, it's free pattern. It's one of her free sweater patterns, and it's one of, under her Learn to Knit, where I've got all these other ones from today. Okay, yeah. And it's, it explains it pretty well good like for somebody that's never knit a sweater before I'm actually like okay I've got a feeling for where I'm going even though my sizing jumps all over the place yeah and I seem to be making a lot of extra work for myself but we'll Perfect. see how it ends up well I hope it works out for you worst comes to worst it'll be a camping sweater right Yep. you know just slap around in the campsite and it'll be 100% whoa. self extinguishing if should I choose to light myself on fire yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is mine. Let's see, what are we up next? Oh, have yarn, will travel. So, I went th- on camping. a two-week holiday, camping holiday this summer. Okay. And this summer, I actually was kind of in a spinning groove. Were you? I did, and I took my spinning wheel camping for two weeks with me this oh, summer. wow. And I actually cranked up quite a bit of spinning. Did you? Yeah, and I was... I'm glad I did, because when I had the urge to spin, it was there. Yep. And camping with a spinning wheel is strange, because A, you come out with a spinning wheel and everybody thinks you're nuts. Yes. And how do you keep it clean? Like, that, I I was so worried the whole time. Like, one of our campsites was, luckily, it was grass. Yeah. It was perfect. I just took the front doormat, put it underneath. Yep. Perfect. And it that worked off. really well. And... The next campsite was all, like, clay, dirty, gravel. And I, I just ended up having to spin inside. I was so worried that I'd take it outside and it would get the all. The dust. Yeah, right? The dust would it get was, all in
1: the gears. and Yeah,
0: like, I could actually take my traditional, my 1980s traditional yeah. camping. And I think it would be okay because it's it doesn't have... It's not as high-tech as my Ashford Joy, yeah. it seems like, you know, like... Let's be serious. If the thing's almost 40 years old, chances are it's going to handle a weekend or a week in a campsite. But I didn't want to take my new one in, and risk it. Yeah, so, I, I understand. But I did it. I was very proud of myself. Good for I, you. I got a lot of strange looks, but that's okay. That's okay. I can handle that. Yeah, who cares about them? <laughs> Don't judge me! Yeah. God on. <laughs> I know, right? Book review, this
1: is you. Okay, so... um. Because my semester has been stressful, Mm -hmm. I have been hiding a lot of the time in the bathtub.
0: (laughs) Procrastinating in the bathtub. Yes, because
1: because I figure in the bathtub I can't do any work, so it's not. And you know I'm I'm relaxing. Yeah, I'm relaxing. So I do a lot of reading in the bathtub because I don't trust my knitting skills and the splashing, and I just have horrible visions. So I read. (laughs) I just read. So I have started a series. Called, uh, I don't even know what it's called, the series. It is called, oh, The Parasol Protectorate, I'm, I believe. Yes, that's what it's called. And it's a series by Gail Carrager. And I have now finished three of the books. I have not finished the other two because I'm still waiting for book number four. To but, come out? To, no. No, no, I just can't find it. And oh, I've just like as in, in your house or nobody carries it? Nobody carries it. Really? Well, I can order it online. But then I'm spending a lot more money than if I could just buy it at the store. Yeah. So I'm like hoping because I ha- I buy the small paperback versions for like five bucks. Yeah. And the big paperback versions are like twenty bucks, and I'm like, oh, I just want to spend five bucks. Yeah. So I haven't gotten further on those, but I've read the first three. The first three are really good. Mm-hmm. They're they're not predictable in the normal way, but they're written. You know, like there is backstory from the other books that if but. If you haven't read the other books, it's okay, because they explain enough of what's going okay. on. You could pick it up and you wouldn't be lost. No, but I recommend starting at the beginning, because that just makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a light reading. It's not, like, this is what I read when I need a vacation from thinking, right? Like, there's okay. not a lot of thinking involved. You don't have to work for it. No, it's just, it comes easily. It's not, you know, like...
0: The next great novel. The cover says it's got vampires and werewolves. Would teen kids like it? Like, we we are coming up to Christmas very soon. Well, that... Okay. So, that
1: depends on your individual um, morals. I will say there are some adult themes in this book. However, I
0: also know that in teen books, there are a a lot of times adult themes. So Your mileage may vary. You may want to read the first one yourself before... Yeah.
1: You might want to, you know, I mean... Based on the stuff that I've seen in teen books, this is fine. <laughs> but okay. it depends on where you're at as a family. Yeah,
0: you'd have to judge for your for your child where it, they're
1: Yeah. Definitely I don't think it's like a young young teen thing.
0: Okay. Maybe like, not 15, 12, 15, 16 year olds,
1: you yeah, know. That'd probably be fine. I mean I'm I'm sure with the internet they've seen, a lot worse. Just saying, just throwing that
0: out there. <laughs> but it's always good to, because Christmas is coming. Christmas, oh God, six don't even weeks. remind me. Oh. oh God, don't even tell me it's six weeks. I didn't even know. <laughs> just be glad you're not doing Christmas knitting this year. I can't. I'm, I'm such a selfish knitter. Nobody gets Christmas knitting. Actually, my sister-in-law said, oh, for your niece, she'd really like a pair of boot toppers. And I said, mm, yeah, okay. that's what my stepdaughter wants. And, and I, I, I went, mm, yeah, That might happen. i might. my buy some chunky yarn
1: and just crank them out that might be a good idea yeah Mm. so i i am planning on making some stuff for christmas but it's Mm -hmm. chunky yarn or bust i know right that's a theme for christmas this (laughs) year chunky yarn or bust that should be our next episode title
0: (laughs) when all instead of everything being Felice and tin can knits it's gonna be super bulky (laughs) yeah what did you do it out i made it out of rope (laughs) <laughs> of roving
1: <laughs>
0: i just took this roving braid and just broke it down and twisted Pe- it up people are making like blankets out of roving like pin drafted roving and i thought to myself how does that not fall apart that's what i was
1: always wondering like because you have to put some twist in it or it just pulls apart doesn't yeah it? and
0: i have a chihuahua and he would dig a hole through oh, that yeah. and because he's practically a cat oh well, who knows okay yeah. I know, but yeah chunkiness Ooh, yeah christmas themed chunky knits you know big red man or big man in red suit yeah big red man big red man <laughs> <big red band. laughs> and chunky knits
1: the other book that i've been reading i heard about it on a on a podcast from the radio so i listened to a podcast called sometime i sometimes listen to this it's also on cbc radio one if any of you are interested it's called uh white coat white coat black art okay and it's hosted by a doctor and he talks about the medical, medical profession. And he does like, everything is a different theme. Like he, the one that he did was about medical dramas on TV and how it compares to real, Oh, real doctoring physician. And medical is he a wife. doctor? He is a doctor. Okay. Yep. So he's
0: speaking from experience. Yes. He's
1: a Canadian doctor. He works at, in an ER somewhere probably Ontario somewhere.
0: probably watches that show ER and freaks out the whole time. Oh, I have become that person. Oh, are you that person? I am that person now.
1: <laughs> so anyways, but I wanted to hear what he had to say about TV medical things because I have my own issues now mm-hmm. as I have learned more things and freaked out progressively at these things.
0: <laughs> he's self-diagnosing.
1: Oh, no, not <laughs> oh. even that. Just on TV. When I watch things on TV, it just drives me batty. So he has written two books, but I only have the one and it's called The Secret Language of Doctors. I would recommend that everybody should read this. It might make you really... Ati- so what it is, he's written this book about what... Literally what the secret language of doctors are. So it's not so much like the medical terminology that they'll use mm-hmm. with each other. You know, like, oh, you have, you know. Acronym, acronym, acronym. No, but it's like how, what, what is the slang that they use to talk about each other, to talk about patients, to talk oh. about, yeah, it's really like, and it's not all flattering. Just going to put that right out
0: there. But it's, it's a really good book. So it'd be interesting to go into your doctor and see if they've ever used this term about yourself.
1: Well, there are some terms in this book that I have heard
0: really? already. Really? Yep. yep. Okay. I
1: haven't heard all of these terms. Like, some of these terms are so foreign to me, I'd be like, what
0: the? And what it is could is be, happening? like, an East Coast, West Coast, yeah, he where go- he's trained. He
1: goes across, he interviews doctors and nurses and stuff from across North America. Okay. So it gives you a wide cross-section, and I'm sure some of it is regional, because I've never even, like, fathomed some of these terms. Well, look at toque, right? Yeah.
0: But some of them...
1: But some of them I have heard.
0: Okay. And it's just very interesting. And I see here by Dr. Brian Goldman. Yes. If you guys want to look it up. By Dr. Brian Goldman.
1: Yes, he's, it's really good. And it's easy enough for, like, he explains what he's talking about. So it's not Mm -hmm. like you have to have a medical background so you understand what's happening. Okay. And it's not like a book book.
0: And it's not a, like a freakishly large, it's not like a textbook, right? No, it's just, it's like an average paperback book. Hmm. You know, I Sweet. mean, it's and
1: it's fairly easy to read. Excellent. So I would highly recommend that if you're looking for something different. It's, you know, it's not fiction. It's not.
0: I would heavy. actually make a great birth or a Christmas present, even right? You know, I somebody would. that reads, and you know, maybe they're sick or they are just interested in the medical profession in general. Like, it's just interesting. In
1: passing. It's just an interesting thing. Yeah. Right, and it, it he interviews a lot of people. It's really interesting, and it's somewhat sad in other ways but hmm. i mean it really it makes you realize that doctors are people too yes and nurses are people too and there are some terms that they use oh it's just great oops it's just crazy <laughs> if i throw things at jen <laughs> but it's just they're people right yeah. they're highly educated people yes mm-hmm. and yes they're in charge of saving you Mm-hmm. but people but they're people it's and he talks same. about things you know like what doctors are sometimes, what doctors are afraid of, right? You know, because the, so it's called white coat black art, because as you really get into the medical field, you realize that it's not all black and white, Mm -hmm. really. It's not like, oh, you have this. Yeah. Take
0: this pill, go home, you're fine. There's always so many other factors that you have to think of. So... And yet our expectations of them are, I come in, I give you a vague symptom and I expect a diagnosis (laughs) and treatment. My head hurts and I'm nauseous. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's like a symptom of many things, (laughs) you know, like what else? Yeah. But, and I just don't think people really appreciate that about the medical field. They just, they expect, oh, my head hurts and I'm nauseous. I'm going to the doctor. He's going to fix me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, fix what? yeah you
1: know or you'll be like oh i'm i have not na- i'm my head hurts and i have nausea i'm gonna google it oh my goodness and then, you, and then you bring yeah. in your google sheet which sometimes depending on where you're getting your information is good yeah you know
0: uh but sometimes take it with a grain of salt right don't believe if, everything you read on the no, internet please don't <laughs> please yeah please. Because I guarantee it's going to be the worst thing you're going to find. And it will be like, oh my God, I got cancer. And it's like, no, you just dehydrated. Yeah. You know, like
1: sometimes it's like, okay, oh, I have a headache and I'm nauseous. Okay. Well, when was the last time you had any water? Oh, well, yesterday. Okay. Well, how many, how much water do you have yesterday? Oh, a cup. Okay. Well, yeah, let's start with the basics here. Maybe you're just dehydrated. Let's try some water.
0: (laughs) Right. So sometimes
1: it's simple. Yeah.
0: No, it'll be, it'll be good. Yes. I, actually, I have somebody on my Christmas list I think that would be very interested in that. It's really good. I think everybody should read it. It has nothing to do <laughs> with knitting, but I really
1: I am enjoying the book a lot. Good.
0: Yes. So stuff I'm watching on the internet. No, you forgot Knitting in the Wild. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Yeah, skipping that. Okay, what have you got for Knitting in the Wild?
1: Okay, so I'm going to segue this into something else that's not quite knitting related, but also interesting. So I'm going to post a link uh on the facebook page and it's an interesting story about how people in like this northern norwegian community where the mm-hmm. sun doesn't even hit the horizon yeah in the winter you re- i read
0: that one too yeah
1: how they serve it was it's been going around on facebook oh i'm sure how it, they survive the winter without getting super depressed because mm-hmm. i always find the winter really depressing and like this is the time of year where i'm just like ugh. Mm-hmm. it's an interesting story so i as the winter, as the weather has cooled off, I have seen a lot of knitted items on campus because that's where I spend most of my time now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a life. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things you have to. that I have now chosen to reframe in my head that winter is a time for knitted things to come out. Mm-hmm. And it is a time to take time and knit things when you're not studying. And... I'm going to try and reframe it so that winter's not so miserable.
0: So instead of thinking of the, oh, 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 it's winter, oh, it's it's cold, cold. oh, it's It's dark. Let's celebrate the hand knits, people. Yeah. The hand knits,
1: the tea, the cocoa, the coffee. The candles
0: and... Soup. Yes. Yeah. Things that you only get in the wintertime. I read the same thing and I totally, like, this summer I actually very much enjoyed my summer and I was kind of like, oh, it's fall and it's going to be winter. And then... After reading that, I thought to myself, you know what? They're right. Yeah. I need to celebrate the fact that I've literally had to wait four months. Well, because it's Canada. Well, yeah. Calgary, it's been only four months to wear my hand knits. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate the fact that I can actually get to finally wear, wear them, them instead of being like, oh, I got to wear my hand knits. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I'm trying to reframe winter. Yes. So anyway. Celebrate the winter and the coziness. Yes. So what else did you? Oh, so yeah, Knitting in the Wild. So on holidays this summer, I was at a campsite in Washington in the Coeur d'Alene Valley. And I'm sitting there at this, like, I am hand to God in the middle of nowhere. There is no cell reception. Okay, That's how far into the middle middle of North America I am. And a lady comes up and all her kids pile out and they all run into the lake. And she comes down, puts her chair down, busts out her knitting. And I was like... Oh my god there's a knitter <laughs> i pull out my little sock and i'm like <sighs> you give the wave and we sat there for like two or three hours and just chatted about knitting and spinning and she's got sheep and she spins her own sheep her own sheep wool <laughs> her her daughters spin and knit and Aww. it was just and she had books and techniques and and she, like she lives not far from here, so she doesn't have cell reception. She doesn't have internet in the house. We were discussing Ravelry. She hasn't been on Ravelry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and she's like, people have told me, but she's like, I don't have internet at the house. I, and I don't want, because I homeschool yeah. my children, I don't want it to be a time suck. these. This yeah. is the life I'm living. And I'm like, absolutely, you know. And it was just, you know, I, myself, I'm high tech. I'm on Ravelry all the time. Yeah. Well, not so much anymore, but... Yeah, we're plugged it was, in. We're plugged in, and it was wonderful to talk to somebody that had the same values. That was not plugged in. Yeah, you know, and that her children were were leading the same life that she, you know, and it was it was just a blessing to bump into somebody in literally the middle of nowhere. Yes, and she, I think she enjoyed it the same thing. She's she said she had tried to get into a knitting group in the valley, and you know it was a it's a far drive for her. It's a huge time commitment. She's got six kids. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, she, it wasn't conducive. And I think it was just, we both needed to just chat with somebody about, about knitting. Aww. You know, middle of nowhere. That's nice. Yeah. So, what, what stuff are you watching on the internet? Okay. So, when I'm not taking
1: a bath avoiding my studies, I'm watching stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. most notably, I am watching, I've just started this series, actually, this week called the midsummer murders on netflix and it's a bbc and it takes place in
0: bbc takes
1: place in the midsummer region of the uk there's a midsummer region yeah it's called yeah midsummer wow yeah i'm just saying okay so do they get an extra
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'd have to watch it to find out i don't know it's really
1: good and i mean it's like some like classic crime drama okay you know some like bbc crime drama creature of the week kind of no. is it is it got a big overarching theme no. to it or is no, it just it's, the okay so each episode is like an hour and 40 minutes oh that's a huge time commitment so yeah and uh but it gives you enough time right like there's red herrings everywhere you think oh it's got to be for sure this person it turns yeah. out it's like totally not and i don't know it's good excellent it's just, it's, just, it's easy to watch it's not a lot of you have to watch because a lot of what they discuss
0: you only see Okay. Right? They'll be like, oh, how did this happen? I'm like, what? So it's not, you can be sitting, knit, knitting, and listening. You not actually really. physically have you to sh- watch it. You should probably watch it, but it's okay. a pretty
1: good show. I've enjoyed it. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Midsummer Murders.
1: Midsummer Murders, yep. I've seen it forever on the things we recommend for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah, whatever. Oh, you, don't
0: know, me, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know me. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try this because I. I wanted to come off of my you should try this listing.
1: Yeah, I wanna see what this is about.
0: I'm like, Oh, this is actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm already on series three. Is that yeah. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm just gonna do this. Oh, but only for twenty minutes. Oh, but I only have eighteen mm-hmm. seconds to turn it off yes. before the next episode starts. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I guess yeah. I have to wait till the next time. Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> I know. And the best thing is no commercials. Oh, I love no I love Netflix. We should do a podcast called Ode to Netflix. Yeah, Ode to Netflix. Actually, I think we've talked about Netflix a lot on our podcast. I think we have. But Lazy I, nurse. I don't have cable, so it's <laughs> Netflix robust. And I have cable, and I don't watch it anymore. I'll sit mm-hmm. down. Like, if I have time to sit down and watch TV, I'm watching Netflix. I don't want to waste my time with commercials. Nope. I don't have time for that. No, ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time, time for that. that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right well i think that's the end for us that concludes us yes thank you for listening please join us at our blog knittingastory.wordpress.com. facebook at knitting a story and ravelry at knitting a story podcast i'm jen's account and i'm beloved of best all right thanks everybody thank you